Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With Tesco, where you won't pay more for the products that matter most to you. Tesco, every little helps. Time now for our Friday morning coffee break and delighted to welcome to the studio Sabrina Amadeo from Tuscany Bistro in various places, including Castle Troy and not far from us in the city centre as well. Chiropractor Ed Sordillo, you're welcome, Ed. Good morning to you uh, too. And uh, unfortunately, we had a late cry off. We were talking to Michael O'Connell in the first hour and we uh, mentioned that uh, his wife Breed was going to join us for the Friday morning coffee break, but circumstances beyond her control and all of that. Uh, So our own Rebecca O'Sullivan has popped in to me uh, as well. And you are welcome, of course, Rebecca, as always. Good morning, Joe. I've stepped up to the plate. You've stepped up to the plate. Uh, No better person to do that. um, so, were you all as transfixed as I was by Wagatha Christie, by the War of the Wags this week between Colleen Rooney and Rebecca Vardy? I have to say, Joe, I was not. <laughs> I, I tried. Did you? I read. I just... It's beyond me. And, but it had all of the whodunit features. It had the use of social media to find out who was betraying Colleen. She blamed Rebecca. Rebecca said it wasn't me. Rebecca today said that uh, it was like arguing with a pigeon, trying to argue with Colleen, whatever that means. Yes. Yeah, you know, there's money, there's fame, there's power, there's and profile. Nobody needs it. Nobody needs money. Yeah. You're all so wealthy. No, I, I don't get it. I tried. Maybe I'm just old school. I mean, but couldn't you argue that this is akin to the Godfather movies in terms of its epic scale? I don't know. That's not doing it for you, Ed. No, I, I, I'm, I tried. Right. I read. I spent minutes reading. I just can't do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> so there was a point at which you just said... I, I just zoned out. Great. Yeah, Sabrina. I have to say I'm on the same page as you, Ed. Um, what is I just wrong didn't get here? It. Uh, in terms of what's going on in, in the world today, it certainly isn't a major priority or news in no. my mind at all. Didn't do it for you either. No, it didn't do it for me at all. Really, not not that relevant or important. <laughs> so, who who is it capturing, Joe? Tell us. I loved it. <laughs> there you go. Go on. Tell I us. thought it was brilliant. The amount of memes that have been coming out of it—they have just made my day. And people, like, people are so witty. I'm always so impressed when stories break, how fast people get out these jokes. And I'm like, like, they haven't had time to think about this. How have they thought of this? And, like, I've just been scrolling through. I've said it's been such a relief because everything's been so heavy lately with Brexit and Boris Johnson and the budget. And it's all been, oh. And then this came at the precise moment that we needed it. I thought it was fantastic. Who doesn't love a bit of drama like? Well, I found it riveting as well. And, you know, they will do PhDs on this in the future. because Netflix will do a documentary Netflix will do a series on it. And you'll be the first to watch that, <laughs> of course, Rebecca. Because it, 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 it talked a lot, um, held a mirror up, really, to our society. And, you know, how we prioritise things these days, Ed. So, again, is it because, does it, it has nothing to do with football, though in the sense that that's not what drive people to this. It's about these two personalities. See, I'm, I'm, I'm missing But you the see, the thing point. is, Ed, I mean, football, you'd have to sit there for over 90 minutes and watch a bunch of highly played, generally men, but not exclusively men, 
tap a ball to each other for a nil-all draw, which as an American, I know you would appreciate American sports, you just don't like. You need lots of scores and things happening. Absolutely. So you have that. Or you can have this ongoing saga between two people on the periphery of football, Colleen Rooney and Rebecca Vardy, who have now become more famous probably than their partners, haven't they? Or Rebecca? Nothing to do with the name. No, 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 no correlation. It was not me. <laughs> I don't know where they more famous. I think they're they're famous in their own right and in their own world, but they're two separate worlds. I mean, they're the world of almost like reality TV stars and those kind of celebrities. Whereas, you know, Wayne Rooney and Jamie Vardy, I mean, they're professional footballers. So I'd kind of class those as different celebrities but then at times the two worlds do match because tittle tattle and gossip seems to be what people are interested in do you, do you not feel that being part of the whole public image they they kind of put themselves on stage so it is par for the course but of course they do mm. but this could be like a whole ruse this could be a whole act but i'm sorry but how ingenious was it from colleen I would never think. It was very tactical. Wasn't it? Of using an Instagram account over a period of months, supplying stories. Of course, you can't see the other followers. Is that how Instagram works? No. What she did was that she limited her stories and blocked everyone else bar Rebecca Vardy from seeing her stories. But Rebecca didn't know that. But no, you wouldn't know. So you you can... limit who can see your story and who can't but your followers don't know so some stories you may make public to everybody and then some stories you may make private just for like close friends so obviously Rebecca Vardy had no idea thought it was safe I suppose in some sense to take she denies it for legal reasons we need to point out at this point that Rebecca Vardy denies any involvement in any of this and says that if only she had had a chance to explain this directly to Colleen before Colleen yes, exposed she said it to the world on social media. She said other people have had access to her account over the years. To her account. and that she, But it is her account that these stories have come from. Though that's what Colleen Rooney is claiming. That's Colleen Rooney's claiming. Yeah. Barry denies that. Yeah, no, it so is She said no contact with the son. Um, and the son yesterday said, well, we did ask Colleen for a comment about all these stories. And she said no comment. So we printed them. <laughs> <laughs> But Rebecca Vardy now, she's getting in an IT specialist who's going to go back and trace... Rebecca's? When, yeah. Oh, this is getting better by yeah. the second. She's getting getting in an IT specialist who can, I don't know how, but can detect who took the stories and who accessed the account at whatever time and is going to prove her innocence. That's what she's saying. And then the pigeon comment came this morning that I'm very confused by. Well, I know, I mean, on social media, I follow greats of Limerick life like Don O'Sullivan and Liam O'Brien and Richard Lynch. Um, Sabrina, I mean, who are you following on social media then? Oh, gosh, we follow so many people. I mean, influencers, bloggers, there's so many out there, varying from people that are in the entertainment sector to food bloggers. It's just so diverse and they are important. They... They they have a voice. They have a following. Um, I mean, if 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 you look at even our page over the last couple of days, the amount of influencers and bloggers who've been commenting and posting, it makes a huge difference. It it has impact. It has uh, it, ha- it gives it gives whatever you're doing legs. And um, well, you know, it's it's important that uh, that we do. But because people of, like that out there, you have somebody who is a perfect example of how social media can change somebody's life. Greg O'Shea, don't oh, you? Completely. I mean, it, that was just such a gorgeous story because he's such a lovely person. So 
it was lovely to see how a platform like Love Island gave him the the, the exposure and the visibility that uh, has launched him to where he is today. So, yeah, it's incredible how, how much of an impact it does have. And what's happening at Tuscany Vista then? So what's happening uh, tonight, actually, can't wait, we've been so looking forward to it, is a, it's a fundraiser for uh, Leon O'Connor, which uh, I'm sure most uh, Limerick people are aware of. They know about Leon and his, uh, and his lifeline. He's a, an MS sufferer. And it's a fundraiser event in conjunction with Pigtown to try and raise uh, well-needed funds to get this amazing man off to Russia to get some stem cell treatment that he desperately needs. You know, he's under time pressure. He's off next month to Russia. And um, it's been so amazing to see how many people in Limerick have, have developed and created events to raise money for this young man. Um, it's actually quite touching to, to, to see the support that he's got from everyone. So the event tonight is uh, kicking off at uh, 6 o'clock. We've got Greg coming in. We've got a massive pig on the spit. We've got a uh, uh, riff shop, which was which is an incredible band that played at Electric Picnic. They're going to be playing in, in the uh, courtyard this evening. Um, now, how? Which one of the Tuscany Empire is it on? It's in Tuscany at the Granary, the one in Limerick. Exactly. In the city centre? Yeah, in the city centre with a beautiful outside courtyard area. So it's going to be amazing fun. Um, we've got loads going on with uh, M&M cookies. We've got a, um, an incredible uh, magician uh, called Dave that's coming in that's going to be entertaining the crowds. Greg will be there interacting with the, 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 our guests and, uh, and yeah, top it up with Thrift Shop at the end of the evening. So it's going to be a fantastic night and it's all in aid of a really, really good cause. So it's great to have the support from all our amazing Limerick friends. Okay, that's brilliant. We're chatting to Sabrina, Sabrina from the Tuscany Bistro. Uh, Ed, uh, who's known to us, of course, for lots of things, including as a chiropractor, and Rebecca, and we'll be back after this break with more. Our comment of the week prize goes to Helen, who was chatting to us about the budget. Well done to you, Helen. And it's afternoon tea for two at Fitzgerald's Woodlands House Hotel in Adair, so I hope you enjoy that. We're in the middle of our Friday morning coffee break uh, right now, and we're chatting to Sabrina Amadeo from Tuscany Bistro, Ed Sordillo, who is a chiropractor based in Dora Doyle, and our own Rebecca O'Sullivan. Um, and, and Ed, in terms of the people that you follow then on social media, I presume there are a lot of um, bust-ups between chiropractors that, you know, would make the headlines. <laughs> Not really. No? I, look, uh, so behind the scenes, there's there are clashes, uh, philosoph- philosophical clashes and um, technique yeah, you're not clashes. going to get in the front page of the sun for a philosophical no. clash between chiropractors, to be no. honest. No, but, uh, but the, behind the scenes, that's what's going on, yeah. yeah but you're yeah. too polite, aren't you? In chiropractors or yeah. me? Well, you're very, very polite. polite. Yeah. But chiropractors in general. It's no. a polite industry. Yeah. No, not really. Oh, oh, jeepers. It has its huh? dark side. Could be on the front of the sun, yes. <laughs> I'm telling you. You'll have to listen to a chiropractor's weekly podcast uh, or uh, something. Um the budget, I mean, I, really, I just feel we shouldn't be talking about anything as mundane as the budget, having discussed Wagatha Christie, but, you know, did it do anything for any of you? On to less important things. It was a very safe budget, wasn't it, Joe? It was very safe. I think everyone's focus was really on, is really currently still on Brexit, so I think it was safe. Yeah, didn't do very much for mm. anybody. Took a little bit out, yeah. uh, from us on, you know, carbon tax, didn't it, Rebecca? Yeah, I, I considered, you know, going down to the petrol station and filling up the tank before it came in on midnight. But it turns out afterwards, I read that it would have cost me more to actually drive to the to the carriage than it would to on a finger yeah. fill. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I don't think it's it hasn't. It's 
it's not a hardcore budget in any sense. It was safe and the main the main focus is Brexit. I'd be concerned about how much we're going to be borrowing. That would be a concern of mine. If if there were a no deal Brexit, yeah. they'd have to borrow a lot. Yeah, they're in surplus actually. In fairness, um, uh, this year. Yeah, but, um, the, but if the no deal Brexit comes in, like that's a huge concern. Oh, yeah. I was reading during the week that if there were to be a crisis, that half of banks in Europe wouldn't survive a six month crisis. And I mean, if we have a no deal Brexit. It's going to last longer than six months. Cheapers, how was, cheery is that? I know, yeah. Friday. yeah. Ooh, I'm just, yeah. I'm just here to brighten everyone's Friday morning. Ooh, I think I'll stick to Rebecca Vardy's timeline. <laughs> did, did anyone have any thoughts uh, with that? I mean, did anyone hope that that rate would be looked at? Oh, for or? tourism. Yeah. yeah, we had uh, tourism people in here as yeah. well during the week, Sabrina, and they were not one bit happy. But mm. um, according to what the Minister of Finance said, I'd have to find £630 million somewhere else yeah. if I had reduced that. Um, I so. don't think anyone had any expectations. That was my gut feel on this budget. Yeah, yeah. they played it down, yeah. didn't they? Um, Brexit? I don't know. I, I can't decide whether there's a lot of spinning going on. Uh, by various sides or whether maybe actually finally common sense is going to prevail and we'll get a deal that will prevent a catastrophic crash out by our friends across the water, Ed. Um, so hopefully that's the case, but it's uh, it's been really low-key as far as what's actually going to happen. Nobody knows. The markets are unbelievably flat around the world. Um, you know, things don't look great in the States on the job front. That's... I can certainly sense that here already in Limerick. So Can you? Yeah. So I, you know, I am concerned, cautious, concerned that this may not go well, but uh, hopefully somebody has a bit of sense. And as someone running restaurants in Limerick, do you sense it? <sighs> you know, I think people are nervous. I just think that there's tension out there and there's a huge fear of the unknown. And I think even people that are in the know don't even know what the heck is going to happen. So people are waiting, and that's dangerous. When people wait, there's very little forward movement. Mm. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I mean, I feel from from uh, an economy perspective, business is good. People are still dining out. Um, trade is fine, but I think people are cautious. I think they're waiting to see what happens. And So does that mean then that if there were a deal announced over the next week or so, that that would release into the Christmas market I in Limerick? I think so. I think it would just be a huge exhale for people yeah. because they're unsure as to what the heck is going to happen um, to the little people, how it's actually literally going to affect us. I mean... Brexit has been spoken about so generically, um, which is great, but when it comes down to how it's actually going to affect people individually is, is a whole another conversation. The other risk that both Leo and Boris have taken, and it's a much smaller risk than the bigger risk they're taking, is that they've really upset the media here because they've made the media look pretty silly um, in that for the last certainly 12, 18 hours, none of these people who normally can tell you pretty accurately what is being thought of and what might be happening have been able to and that does not go down well. No, it's been all very hush-hush but at the same time flaunting the fact that this meeting is going on. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It is, it's a bizarre situation and I don't think that's what we need right now. What we, what we need is clarity and to do this at such a late stage I don't think it's just upsetting the media world. I think it's upsetting the people who rely on the media to inform them. 
do you know it's effect, it affects everyone mm. by by play by choosing this play i don't i don't understand it myself yeah. well, what's amazing is that nothing's been leaked or said about the meetings whereas everything gets leaked in any situation there's nothing that's, but that's worrying at the same well, time it is, it's 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 amazing what's it's astonishing to me that they've been able to do that yeah and 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 i think the reason for that is that they need to control this to the sen- to the extent that they're going to announce things that aren't going to make people happy the question is will we be unhappier than people in britain or will they be unhappier than us and then you got a real issue on your hands, mainly to get it through the British Parliament. That's that's yeah. going to be, and that's why he's holding back because you can be sure the TUP are sitting in Belfast. Going, oh yeah, mm, are we TikTok, about to be sold out here? Yeah. yeah, is Boris gone? And Boris's career is full of telling everyone they're wonderful until they're not. Mm-hmm. I mean, he has no issue pulling the rug under the D for out from under the DUP, despite the fact he went to something at the Conservative Party conference last week, and the DUP stood up and gave him a huge round of applause, and he lapped it all up. We'll see. Anyway, fifteen percent of people say they love their pet more than their partner. Rebecca, I think it's a valid, valid. <laughs> I don't have a partner and I don't have a pet at the moment. <laughs> but there is a little puppy um, in our house at the minute for the past few days. Um, one of my housemates, uh, her boyfriend has bought a puppy and he's been staying, she's been staying with us. So yes, I could see myself loving that puppy quite a lot. <laughs> Sabrina? Oh, I could see that being being the case. Absolutely. They don't talk back. They don't argue. They don't give you a hard time. <laughs> They just give you love and they affection. They don't take your, your side of the bed. Exactly. They don't take the duvet from you yeah. in the middle of the night. <laughs> well, well, so we have a puppy in the house now, and most certainly the puppy is loved. More so, I think more so than myself. Oh, I'm feeling, yeah, no, oh, I'll, take, I'll take your sympathy. Oh, I'll take your sympathy. Yes. Thank you, Sabrina. I appreciate that. So, uh, yeah, but that's the way it is. She's cute. I'm cuter, but she's cute. Is there a bit of jealousy going on? There is. I think so. I think <laughs> so. He's not looking very happy, is he? So, George, I, not often I don't know what to say next, but <laughs> I, I warned them. I warned them. Don't get the puppy, but they got the puppy. I think we're going to have to have a chat with uh, everyone at home. <laughs> <laughs> They'd have to organise a trip to a big baseball game for you. So. That's it. Something That's to it. cheer you up. We can't travel now because we have a right. puppy. Uh, Sabrina, best of luck tonight. The Greg O'Shea so thing much, for a great John. cause, Thank Leon. You. Hope it goes really Appreciate well for it. you. Thank That's you so Sabrina much. from Tuscany Bistro. Ed, a good friend of ours, chiropractor based in uh, Dura Doyle, and our own Rebecca O'Sullivan. Um, and that is it from us. Maybe we'll know more about Brexit and other things, um, but I will be spending the weekend studying very much um, the ongoing Wagatha Wags Row, because that's really what it's about. I might. I might, I might throw an eye at Ireland playing in the rugby and Maybe, the Republic yeah. of Ireland playing. If we in have to. If we have to. If Wagatha Christie dries up. Wagnum P.I. is another one, Joe. Wagnum P.I. Uh, you'd have no difficulty having <laughs> Colleen Rooney as a P.I. None at all. I'm telling oh, she'd you. She'd be very good. She'd be brilliant. If she ever decides not to be a wag, I mean, there's her career. There is her career. She'd be absolutely tremendous. Okay, thank you all very much. That is it from us. Call Limerick today now on 461995.